Welcome to the Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Tuesday, July 26th, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news. All day, every weekday. Here's the latest. The New York Times has revealed dozens of emails sent among Trump campaign officials after the 2020 election. They show disorganization and that officials knew that efforts to get false electors to certify votes for Donald Trump were legally questionable. According to the Times, at least one Trump campaign lawyer used the term fake to describe the Trump electors they wanted to put forward in states Biden won. It's still drizzling in St. Louis as residents are recovering from heavy rains overnight and a flash flood that killed one and left many trapped in their homes and cars. Some parts of the city saw 8 to 10 inches of rainfall, amounts that broke historical records. Stretches of the interstate had to close, as did the public transportation system. The Gateway Arch is also closed. Meta is considering easing its response to false posts about COVID-19. Currently, Facebook's parent company removes any content it finds contains misinformation about the virus, like posts that question the vaccine's efficacy or claims that no one has actually died from COVID. But now that we've entered a new phase of the pandemic, Meta is asking its independent content watchdog if it might be time to take it down a notch and simply label or demote false claims. The defamation trial against InfoWars host Alex Jones kicked off today in Texas. Jones actually appeared in person just a day after his attorney warned his client was likely to miss court because of unspecified medical issues. Jones has already been found liable for calling the Sandy Hook massacre a hoax. And this jury will have to determine how much money Jones should pay the parents of the children killed 10 years ago. Russia is pulling out of the International Space Station by the end of 2024. The newly appointed head of the Russian space program says the Kremlin will complete its current obligations and then build its own orbital station. The decision marks the end of more than two decades of cooperation between the original space race countries. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens, so check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, here are some money tips if you just quit your job without any savings. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Calendly, Gong, and HubSpot. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. We just learned more about the Colonial Pipeline leak from back in August 2020, which was revealed to be the largest gasoline pipeline spill in U.S. history. About 2 million gallons of fuel were spilled into a nature preserve in North Carolina. And according to E&E News, no one had any idea about the leak for 18 days until it was discovered by two teenagers who alerted nearby authorities. Just more proof that teens are in fact really good for the planet. We should all be very concerned about monkeypox. That's what U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra told CNN. Becerra says his concern level is currently a 10 out of 10. 
We've not had monkeypox the way we've seen it now, and we don't want it to become a part of life the way we're seeing it. So we have to stay ahead of it. He added the Biden administration has increased the number of vaccines available, but is not yet ready to declare a public health emergency as the WHO did over the weekend. The Biden administration is trying to speed up production of a new Omicron-specific COVID booster shot. It would target the most transmissible variant yet, BA5. And the reformulated shot may be available as early as September, according to NPR. But there is a trade-off. The administration would need to abandon its plans to make the current booster shot available to people under 50. That's because taking two shots so close together would make the Omicron booster less effective. Walmart is having a bad time. The retail giant blaming inflation now says it expects its full year profit to decline anywhere between 11 and 13 percent. Previously, it predicted just a 1 percent dip in profits. So this is a big drop. According to Reuters, the managing director at Strategic Resource Group called this change a, quote, train wreck for retail. On the plus side, Walmart says it plans to cut prices to move inventory. Last week, more than 150 GOP lawmakers in the House voted against a bill protecting same-sex marriage. Remember that? Well, one of them, Republican Glenn Thompson, attended his son's same-sex wedding just three days after. The Pennsylvania lawmaker's press secretary told the Center Daily Times that the Democratic bill was nothing but a stunt. But a spokesperson told Insider Thompson was thrilled to attend his son's wedding. The Great Resignation continues as layoffs sweep through industries, which means that people are heading into unemployment and many are without savings, especially millennials and Gen Z. A recent Fidelity survey found nearly half of us didn't see the point in saving for the future, which is what happened to insiders Leo Aquino when they quit their job in 2018 with no emergency fund. To be honest with you, at first was really exciting. Hmm. I mean, you know... Beyonce just did the whole song and she said, release your job. And it really did feel like that at first. (laughs) And it probably wasn't until um, like a month and a half later that I was like, oh, man, I'm really into some deep, some deep stuff here. Yeah. Was there a moment where you realized that you wouldn't have enough money? The first thing I realized is I couldn't make my uh, credit card payments anymore. Like I thought I could make it through based off, you know, what my rent was and what I usually spend on food, but the credit card stuff that I owed was really what threw me for a loop. And that's when I was like, whoa, like what, what did I do? How did you track your expenses? So I started a a spreadsheet on Google Sheets and, um, you know, I just opened up a new tab every month and I would put in what I spent. I also, you know, categorized it And I had tried the apps before, but, you know, it's kind of the way those are designed. It's kind of like a game. Once I figured out how to, like, quote unquote, win the game, I would really be over it. And so the Google Sheets were really the most consistent practice for me. I've been doing them for a few years now. And, yeah, it just makes me feel like I have a little bit more agency. Like, this is something that I created for myself, for my financial wellness. So when in doubt, a good old-fashioned spreadsheet with pluses and minuses. Yeah. So... You have a few good tips to make sure your account isn't overdrawn. Can you give us some? The first thing is um, adding automatic bill payments to my calendar. I open my bank account and then I open my calendar to see, okay, here's some bills that are coming out in the next couple of days. And then 
it's easier to kind of do that math and say, okay, it says there's $150, but I really can only spend like 20, 30 bucks today, you know? Because in your calendar, you have my Spotify payment is due, my automatic mm-hmm. credit card payment is due. Yeah, as, as a way to keep track of that. Exactly. Yeah. You also always keep $20 in cash on hand. Yes. I think it just gives me peace of mind because sometimes my account gets overdrawn and then I still need to eat. You know what I'm saying? And I can't yeah. I can't do anything if there's like negative $12 in my bank account and it gets denied. So yeah, keeping 20 bucks in cash, it's just peace of mind that I can go into a grocery store, get what I need. You added a just for fun category mm-hmm. to your budget. So when money is so tight, why is that still essential? I mean, let's be real. Not having money is really depressing. It's really, really <laughs> depressing. So any any little space that I could give myself to be like, this is why I spend money in the first place is to like live a good life is 100% worth it. So yeah, whether it's anything from like getting a coffee with a friend, which I'm like a very extroverted person. So that brings me a lot of joy and a lot of fun in my life. Like even that was like really worth the money or, you know, um, at one point I went on a hike and here in LA, like parking is super expensive. So I just paid for parking so that I could easily go on the hike. It honestly motivated me to keep going. Like it was one of the things where I was like, oh, this is why I'm going to try and earn more money. There's definitely a stigma to living on such a tight budget, especially when you choose to go out to dinner with friends, you know, or splitting the bill or having to cancel events because you just can't afford it. So how did you handle that? I I mean, it really helped me understand who my real friends are, right? Um, So there were a handful of people who would understand like, okay, we need to go somewhere cheap, you know, Um, we need to go somewhere cheap so that you can you can hang or we need to go hang in a park and like, you know, just have a picnic. It was really a handful of people that really understood that and took that to heart. And I honestly, um, I got really good at just understanding that this is this is a situation. This is not necessarily who I am. I just kept telling myself this is temporary. You know, it's just a situation. It's not really, it doesn't really mean anything about me as a person. I kind of love that your piece of advice doesn't really have to do with money, Mm -hmm. but it has to do with our relationship to money. Yeah. Thanks for chatting, Leo. Thank you. Leo Aquino is a reporter to Insider covering spending and savings. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. Bye.